Hello, wild one. Welcome to the Shamanic Tantra Podcast. I'm your host, Holly Taraya, and I'm honored to have you on this journey with me. My intention with this show is to create a sacred space for conversations around all the things I wish I were taught growing up. I'm here to remind you that all of you is sacred. Every emotion, every experience, and every energy that runs through your body and heart is holy. Shamanic Tantra is a path I walk and it's a path of liberation. Freedom that's found deep within the body and deep inside the breath. It's a path of reclamation, of integrating every shade of who you are. The wild, the wonderful, the primal, and the pure. All is welcome here. It's a path of truth, of devotion to the pulsing, quivering truth of this very moment. As that's all there ever is. May we love each other, may we honor each other, and may we celebrate each other as we walk each other home. Aho, and on we go. Hello, everybody. This is Holly Taraya coming at you live from the jungles of Costa Rica. And thank you for joining me for the Shamanic Tantra podcast today. Today's episode is titled How Leaving Social Media Has Changed My Life. And my intention is that this content and musings inspires you to open up your worldview, to expand beyond what you think is possible, and to listen to my story as I share and hopefully inspire. And so in today's podcast, I'm going to be deep diving into the choice that I made on New Year's Eve from 2020 to 2021 in Mexico during a beautiful ayahuasca ceremony, the choice I made to leave social media platforms, Instagram, Facebook, all the things. And I'm going to be diving deep into what led me to that decision and the fears that came up that this was a decision being presented to me during a pandemic, during social isolation, right, out of all times to leave social media. So I'm going to be sharing about my experience with ayahuasca in New Mexico that New Year's Eve. I'm going to share with you the death portal that I went through after leaving social media and how that allowed me to really rebirth myself into a new version. I'm going to share with you the fears that I faced during navigating leaving this paradigm and matrix of social media. And I'm going to share with you the three ways that this decision has changed my life and some inspiration on how you could possibly make this decision as well. So let's take it from the top, people. 2020 to 2021, New Year's Eve, Baja, Mexico, ayahuasca ceremony, seven days. I'm on my third night, halfway through. And the two days prior to this one were deeply excruciating and painful. And on this third day, I could feel that something was shifting. I could feel that I was coming through a portal and really clearing some deep, deep, deep stagnation and heaviness in my body and arriving to freedom. And I was pushed down this sort of black hole vortex 
in ceremony. And as I popped out the other side and landed and looked up at the night sky and seeing the palm trees of the jungle above, I got this instant download from Mama Ayahuasca from the plant spirit that said, leave social media, Holly. And I giggled. I giggled because I thought, um, why is this message coming to me now at this most epiphany moment and in, in, in a space of deep freedom uh, and medicine? Where is this coming from? And so I sort of created a question within myself and said, is this true? Is this a true request? And so I asked it again. I said, tell me again what's true. And I heard her voice loud and clear without a shadow of a doubt, leave social media, Holly. And I said, okay, okay. And I made the commitment and decision right there in that moment that that's what I would do, even though the decision scared the shit out of me. And I had no idea how I would navigate moving forward. I committed and I vowed and I said, okay. And I took that intention with me through the, the other three days of the ceremony and brought it home. And when I arrived home a few weeks later on that full moon, I created a ceremony, a ritual around it, and I deleted my Instagram and my Facebook account. And I actually wrote a really beautiful poem, which I'll leave the link below. I recorded this on YouTube, which doesn't feel to me like a social media platform. I know it is, but I wasn't guided to leave that one, just Instagram and Facebook. And so I closed these accounts. And now, mind you, it's early 2021. We're still knee deep in a pandemic. I'm on my journey of nomading across the U.S., waiting for the Costa Rican borders to open. And I'm isolated. I'm in the middle of nowhere. And I still don't have a very clear perception as to where I'm going next. And leaving social media, here I am in the middle of New Mexico. I couldn't even point to where I was on the map. I didn't even know with my sister and my two dogs, no friends, no family around. And closing these accounts, I suddenly felt cut off from life itself, cut off from socializing, from clients, from marketing, from knowing what's going on, having my hand on the pulse. And I felt incredibly lonely and isolated and disconnected. And every time I reconsidered this decision and thought, hmm, I don't know if that was the right thing to do. This doesn't seem like a good idea. I would just tune back in and I would hear Mama Ayahuasca. She was always coursing through my veins. And I heard her say, stay off social media, Holly. Trust, 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 trust. And so I stayed anchored with that clear message of trust and surrender and truth. And that's what carried me through this portal. And also leaving social media really brought me into this deep, deep ego death. So I was already like knee deep in a dark night of the soul death portal after closing my business, selling everything I owned, leaving everyone I knew and hitting the road. I was in a deep death portal. And so removing myself from social media amplified that. <laughs> it amplified the fact that I had no idea who I was in this moment. If I didn't have the mirror of social media reflecting all these likes and loves and taps and comments and DMs back to me, then who sees me? Who hears me? Who knows me? Where am I to be expressed? 
I felt so unvalidated, so unseen, so unworthy. And yet deep down inside, I knew that this in and of itself was a ceremonial process. I knew that this was a continuation of my medicine journey and that there were deep, deep lessons here. And I stuck with it and I allowed myself to go to the bottom of the barrel and let my ego completely dissolve in this moment. And so this was deep and powerful and there was a sense of liberation in it. So there is a paradoxical experience, a very tantric journey that I was going through, holding in one hand isolation and despair and holding in the other hand liberation, freedom and presence. And I knew there was a connection between these two. And each day when I sat to my daily practice, I brought these two closer and closer to me in my heart, freedom and isolation, separation and rebirth. Right? And I knew I had some deep initiations here to be understood. And so this was a really deep process for me of trust, because for those of you that don't know my story, I owned a yoga studio with my sister. We had it for about five years in Connecticut, and it was a yoga studio, organic spa and apothecary. It was such a beautiful community. And in 2020, with the mandated closure, we, about three or four months after that mandated closure, decided to permanently close our yoga studio. And we had lifted everything we offered onto an online platform almost overnight. We were mandated close on March 15th, and we launched our new portal just a week later. And so my entire life went overnight, as so many of yours did, from being in person seeing hundreds of people a day in the yoga studio, smelling the herbs and tinctures of the apothecary, <sighs> living in an embodied sensual community, to being isolated in my home and teaching, serving, and leading online. And this was deeply traumatizing to me, to my nervous system. I wasn't ready for that transition. And I didn't choose this transition. And it was a beautiful temporary life raft to get us through. But as I sat on those jungle floors dancing with ayahuasca and she told me to leave social media, I knew that it was deeper than just leave social media. I knew in my bones that the life raft that I had been riding for a year that had carried me from the ship of my studio to the new shores of the unknown was finished. It had served me. And that it was time to step off the, the raft the online community that I had created and built, it was time to leave that, step off the raft and journey and trust onto the new shores that were ahead, which ended up being Costa Rica, but I didn't fully know that at the time. And so this was a huge trust fall. I had just spent the last year building an online business. There was nobody in my life that I could physically touch that I was serving. It was all online. I was moving around the country. My community was online. My socializing was online. Everything was online. And so when I left the paradigm of online community building and service, I was in this black hole void, this numinous transitory state of void. I wasn't yet, I wasn't yet landed on the shores of my new embodied community here in Costa Rica. It turns out I had about three or four months ahead of me before even landing on these shores. Yet I was slowly detaching my tendrils from the social media online realm. And I was swinging this vortex of unknown, of mystery, of disconnection, of void. 
And it's so clear to me when I look back in retrospect that this void was the Kali Ma energy, the sweet Shakti of dissolution, of death, of grief, of completely crumbling. And in fact, being off social media and not serving anyone in an online space as I took a sabbatical from my work gave me the total freedom to completely die, to completely come undone, to completely grieve and rage and process all the emotions and energies that I didn't really allow myself to feel from the previous year because I was so busy trying to build a new ship and distract myself from the life that was falling out of my hands. And here I was in the middle of New Mexico, couldn't even point to it on a map, surrounded by nobody that I knew. And without the mirrors of social media to validate my existence, to distract me from myself, not available to numb out from the deep pain and grief I was feeling. And here I was left with me and only me, me and only me. And what a terrifying and glorious time of my life that was. And so what I noticed during this transition was that my field, my energetic field, and my emotional body started to cleanse and clear. I would wake up in the morning, sit for my sunrise meditation, go for a walk in the New Mexico mountains. And I had nobody to check in with, no one to be, nothing to post, nothing to say, nothing to teach. And I could just be and I could feel my energy field cleansing from the cedar and the juniper trees, from the crisp mountain air, from the peace and quiet, from the sound of the elk and the blue jays. And nature started to wash over me and my feet began to plant deeply into the earth. And silence was the space that I was in, the void of silence, the unknown. And in this space, as I navigated this space of silence for about three months in the hills of Ruidoso, New Mexico, my truth started to surface. My intuition sharpened. The synchronicities around me became so clear that it almost became a cosmic joke. <laughs> and the whispers of my soul became loud roars. Go to Costa Rica, Holly, it's time. Your people are waiting. Your mission and path are being laid out before you. It is time to step forward. And I know that my path became so crystal clear to me because I became so deeply embodied with presence and truth and clarity by not being online. Ah, oh, what a gift. What a gift that time was. And I, like I say, it was deep and dark. There were some moments, to be totally, totally real with you, there were some moments during that three-month period where I felt like giving up, where I felt like so adrift in the middle of a deep, dark ocean on a new moon night with no, no sight, no light, and not even a life raft to carry me. And I had no idea where I was, who I was, where I was going, where I had been, so confused, but the depths of me, this depth core of me, the part of me that heard Mama Ayahuasca say, trust 
trust, trust, knew that I was being initiated into embodying surrender, that I was being initiated into embodying presence, and that I was being initiated into embodying trust. These are the three frequencies that I was being deeply initiated into. And in order for me to receive these teachings, I had to not trust. I had to have feel like I had control and I had to lose presence during this portal. And it was the presence, trust and surrender that allowed me to find my inner voice. And so a few months later, the sun began to rise in my body. The snow began to melt both around me and within me. And the glimmer of joy and hope and purpose began to rise in my soul. After closing the studio and leaving my life behind, I felt so detached from purpose. And I had begun to feel it again. And I know it was in this dissolution, this death, allowing myself to touch the bottom of the bottom of the bottom, that I was able to find the bottom and then kick back up, kick back up towards new shores, towards fresh air, towards new beginnings. And three months later, I landed here in Costa Rica in a place I'd never even been to before. It became so clear to me, no Sada, no Sada Costa Rica. This is your home. And little by little, synchronicities began, began flowing into my life. I landed here in Costa Rica without Airbnb because Funnily enough, I also got kicked off Airbnb during this portal, but that's a story for another time. And I think Mama Ayahuasca said, if you're going to leave social media, why don't you just leave all the big tech? <laughs> Let's make this really difficult for you so that you can really learn trust. So I'm landing in Costa Rica with no Airbnb, no Facebook marketplace. How am I going to find a place? <laughs> no Instagram, no Facebook. How am I going to make friends? How am I going to know what's going on? No social media. How am I going to find clients? How am I going to launch this in-person business without any online offerings? These were my deepest fears. And my root chakra felt so unsafe and so unsturdy. But every day I sat at my altar and prayed and trusted, prayed and trusted. And I asked for what I needed and desired for this path that I'm walking to be supported by spirit. I asked and prayed for what I needed to do next to make the decisions clear in my body. And I landed in this beautiful community with both feet present, eyes wide open, heart fully available. And I've met the most incredible people I've ever connected with here. I've synchronistically connected with such incredible clients that are so in alignment and on their path. And I've met an incredible lover. I've found an amazing villa to establish myself in and built an amazing community here. And so my message to you today is that life, business, love, connection, these are all possible without an online space. And I'm not saying that you should leave the online space. But my message to you, I, I, I desire to be a messenger for you today, that if leaving or if minimizing your online space, your online connection, your online presence is calling to you for whatever reason, just know and trust that it's possible to thrive 
without it. And so there's three lessons, three ways that leaving social media has radically transformed my life. The first is deeply embodied presence. The second is what I see is what I get. And the third is reclaiming energy. So the first reason, deeply embodied presence. The minute I deleted my social media accounts, in fact, the minute I decided I was going to delete my social media accounts before even landing back in the U.S. after my medicine ceremony in Mexico, <sighs> I felt such a sigh of relief from the deepest neural networks in my nervous system. Such a sigh of relief. And when I did close my accounts and did a, new, a full moon cleansing ceremony to release the tendrils of my energy fields that were plugged into this social media matrix, day by day, night by night, my dreams became clearer. I was falling asleep easier. I was waking up with clarity. It was easier to meditate. I didn't have so much energy of other people's doings and goings on in my field. There was no chatter. I mean, there was chatter, but there wasn't as much chatter. I didn't have thousands of people top of mind. I didn't, I wasn't comparing myself to anybody. It was just me on my journey, interacting with whoever I could see and touch right in front of me. Whoever was actually in my life, actually in my fields, actually developing intimacy, love, and relating with. And it was so refreshing. It, it's leading to a deeply embodied presence that is becoming my most precious resource, my most valued gift. My two feet are right here, right now. I'm eating a meal. I'm tasting every bite. I'm not posting photos of it. I'm watching a sunset. I'm taking it in fully with my eyes. I'm feeling an incredibly touching moment. It's just for me and whoever I'm with. And it's allowed such a deeply embodied presence into my life that has trickled out so that my whole life feels deeply meditative. When I make love, I am so incredibly present. When I'm engaging in embodiment and walking through life, I am so deeply present and it just keeps on deepening and leaving social media has become one of my deepest embodiment practices and your presence is your greatest gift. So this presence that I embody, the deeply penetrating eye gazing that I'm able to offer and receive the intimate touch, the listening, the holding space. I owe a lot of this to clearing my fields and stepping off the online world. The second gift and teaching that it's given me is what I see is what I get. So the only thing that I can see with my physical eyes is this three-dimensional earth plane right in front of me. Now, of course, when I go into meditative states, when I enter the shamanic realms, when I go into a trance or an ecstatic space, of course, I'm able to step into the shamanic realms, the energetic realms, the emotional realms. But when I'm consciously walking through the world in this three-dimensional body on this earth plane, what I see is what I get. I don't see anybody's avatar. 
I don't see anybody's projection or marketing. I don't see anybody's highlight reel. What I see is what I get. I don't see anybody's bio. I don't see anybody's link tree. So when I meet somebody, I observe who you be, who you be. What frequency do you emanate? What's your real teaching? Maybe it's not even on your bio. Maybe it's not even on your business card or your link tree, but who do you be? How do I feel you? And what I see is what I get. I have nothing else to compare it to, right? I'm not projecting a prefabricated avatar onto this person of what they've constructed themselves to be. The perfectly curated self. Nope. I see it raw, baby. <laughs> and you see me raw, right? I don't have a profile. I don't have an avatar. I don't have a marketing scheme. What you see is what you get. And my hope is that when you're around me, that you feel deeply embodied presence, love, trust, freedom, right? That's who I be. And there is no avatar version of that. It's all right here, baby, right now. You can taste it, touch it, smell it. And so that's the second lesson. What I see is what I get. No avatars. <laughs> and it's amazing. And then the third lesson that leaving social media in the online world has really helped me to realize is how much energy I have reclaimed in this process. How much energy I've reclaimed without comparing myself to anybody, without fear of missing out, without having thousands of people in my field, without looking outside of myself to see what's happening and what I'm feeling. It's all within. And that inward gaze that we take through embodied living and through ascended meditation is what allows us to live an energized and alive experience. This is what Tantra is all about. Tantra brings us deeply into our body and high into our spirit so that we can live right here, right now with all the aliveness in our body in this moment. No projecting into the future, no anchoring to the past, right here, right now. And when all your tendrils are up like a spider web into the metaverse, into the online space. It's like a thread of you, a piece of you is attached to every single person that's following you, that's engaging you, that you're following, that's in your field of awareness, even if it's subconscious, right? Even if you're not consciously aware of all these people in your field and all this information, there's a spider web and you are sitting in the middle of it. And it's pulling energy from you, my friends. This is, this is one of the deepest messages that I want to send to you today. It is pulling energy from you. It is mining energy from your body and taking it elsewhere. Not really sure where. <laughs> Probably don't want to know where. But all I know is it's not being kept within you. It's being pulled outside of you. And so by cutting these cords and turning the tendrils of your energy field, spinning your web back into your body. You reclaim this energy to create. You reclaim this energy for embodied presence. You reclaim this energy for deep intimacy and love. And you get to vibrate at a higher frequency. And here's the thing, my friends, when you vibrate at a higher frequency and you become a strong resonance of who you be, there is no better marketing strategy 
than that. You become a walking, talking embodiment of your mission. You don't need to post about it because everyone you meet, when they look in your eyes, they feel it. They want to know. They're curious. It sparks something within them. Every single client that I have connected with this year has not come from any marketing at all. It's come from synchronicity, from curiosity, and from divine magic in the moment. From being a deeply embodied woman that's walking my mission, being my mission, and finding other people in my field in real time here in the jungle that desire some of that, that want to learn some of that. And so reclaiming my energy, reclaiming my tendrils into the deep now has been the most important lesson. So deeply embodied presence, what I see is what I get, and reclaiming the energy into the now. And the most common response I get when I tell people that I'm not on social media is this. I wish I could do that, but I can't because of my business, because of my community, because of my marketing strategy. And I feel you and I hear you and I see you because I felt the same thing. But my message to you today is that you can, you choose. This life is so magical and mystical and wild and beautiful. And it's been that way since the beginning of time. Social media has only been around for a handful of years. So can you remember how beautiful, how magical, and how powerful you are without that space? So just something to think about today, my friends. And I invite you to really sit with your relationship with technology as a whole, to digitally detox as often as you can, turn your phone on airplane mode, take silence and vipassana and meditation as often as you can, and get lost in the sea of silence and clarity within you. Because it's from that place that you will bloom into your highest potential. You're here with a mission to inspire and impact many through your purpose. I'm here to support your mission by sharing the tools, practices, and teachings of Tantra, empowering you to become empowered by pleasure as you light up the world with your love and service. Serve from overflow. This is the new paradigm way of the embodied feminine leader, and I am honored to teach you how. I'm here to help you gently release any and all things within your being that are out of alignment and no longer true, so you can create space for all your desires to enter your life. No more sacrificing yourself for service. No more putting pleasure, rest, and celebration at the bottom of the pile. It's time to let your feminine essence and primal sensual power become your new fuel source. It's time to come fully alive. Your Tantric Awakening awaits. Join me for Tantric Awakening, a three or six month mentorship for women to return to the throne of your body and become fully alive. Click the link below and visit hollytoraya.com slash mentorship to begin your Tantric Awakening journey today.
Thank you for joining me today on the Shamanic Tantra podcast. To dive deeper on your Tantra journey, visit my website at hollytaraya.com for my online courses, books, private mentorships, and group coaching programs. Please subscribe to this podcast and share this episode with your friends. May you live in truth, beauty, and freedom. Love, Holly Taraya.